News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Labour leader and the climate spokesperson, Ivana Bacic, has called for a tax on SUVs. Have a listen to why. So we in the Labour Party are proposing the introduction of a new tax on SUVs, a tax on fossil fuel powered SUVs, because we've seen, uh, in, particularly in recent uh, months and recent years, we've seen really serious concerns about the extent to which purchases of new uh, uh, petrol and diesel SUVs are contributing to our greenhouse gas emissions. We know that other countries, particularly France, recently introduced new taxes taxing fossil fuel powered SUVs by weight and that this sort of initiative has really been very successful and effective in helping to reduce emissions and helping to curb the purchase of fossil fuel powered SUVs. It's a reasonable proposal and it's based on weight. So it's, it doesn't apply to electric vehicles. Uh, so you know, an SUV that's electrically powered obviously isn't covered uh, but it does apply to fossil fuel SUVs but it is according to weight so it's not a blanket or uniform tax and we believe it's just a sensible measure and I think we'll see more and more of this sort of measure introduced across Europe. Okay, Ivana Bacic, Labour leader there. Uh, Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor at the Sunday Independent. You heard what Ivana said, a reasonable, sensible proposal. Do you agree? Yeah, Geraldine. Is Geraldine there? Hello, Shane. Hi, Geraldine. How's Hello, it going? Shane. Uh, hi, Geraldine. How are you? Uh, I was just asking you, I don't know if you heard what um, Ivana Bacic had to say, this tax on SUVs based on weight, a reasonable, sensible proposal, she says. Yeah, I missed just the very end of it. Yeah, the French taxes, if we were to model something like that, is based exactly, as she said, on weight. Now, basically, the the way the cutoff point is so high, though, that it's only large SUVs that in this country make up a tiny fraction that would actually be impacted. And as she also rightly pointed out, electric cars, plug-in hybrids are exempt, and also families with three or more children actually receive a tax credit. And I think that's an acknowledgement of the fact that there isn't a huge amount of choice outside of SUVs for family cars. So uh, do you see a difficulty with with these kind of measures? I mean, if you've as many um, uh, exemptions as that, it seems hardly worthwhile doing it. Yeah, I mean, it was very much a token thing the French did. They obviously have an indigenous car market, you know, Citroën and Peugeot are built there and they were very much lobbied by the car, the French car makers. So that's why it was very much a fudge and it was very much a token thing. As I said, it wouldn't have a huge impact and certainly the more popular SUVs that are sold here, it would have no impact on. So I think that's the problem. But look, ultimately, I think consumers need to make choice. You know, they need to be careful about their buying choices. But car makers have a huge role here to, you know, to provide affordable cars for family that offer space, you know, safety and the practicality. And they really haven't been doing that for the last decade. This move has been away from people carriers and alternatives to SUVs. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I mean, I, I drove one of those people carriers, not the most pretty or attractive of cars, but it did the job. You could bring five, uh, six kids to a GAA match. Um, why have we moved away from them? Yeah, there's virtually no market for that. And as I said, over the last, particularly the last decade, car makers created this desire for SUVs and sold them to families as being these very safe ways to transport, you know, your precious cargo. Consumers responded to that. They demanded more. They demanded SUVs in all sizes and shapes. And there's virtually now no market for any F- mar- for people carriers or MPVs as we used to have. Uh, so bottom line, should we be taxing these? 
look, I think as it is, we have a polluter pays motor tax system at the moment. If you have a car that emits more, you pay more. We also pay a huge amount of tax on new cars. So I think motors are already heavily taxed. As I said, I do think there's an onus on consumers to think about their buying choices. But car makers have to provide alternatives to um, to people carrier or to, to SUVs, you know, in the form of some like people carriers to give people options. OK, we'll leave it there. Ger Herbert uh, of the uh, Independent uh, Motoring Editor at the Sunday Independent. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Um, News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.